Welcome to The Strong Room, presented by McMillan Estate Planning. This weekly program features interviews with families and business owners telling their stories and our estate planning professionals presenting timely legal and tax advice and valuable information on charitable giving. Good estate planning is about life and legacy, and our experts will explore that topic on the program today. And our business success story series continues in the first half hour as we welcome Mary Lou McCormick, multi-award-winning realtor. This is The Strong Room. I'm Herb Hamm. To discuss some of the important and often overlooked life and legacy aspects of estate planning, here is estate and trust planning specialist Sherry McMillan in conversation with Peter Watts of News Talk 770. The key word in estate planning, I think, is the planning segment of it because everybody who has a net worth of seven figures or better uh, probably needs a plan of this kind, and it's as much a life plan as anything else because it allows you to be in charge of what you've accumulated in your estate um, while you're still here to enjoy it and to direct it. That's right, and when you think about it, we work pretty diligently in Canada to create the estates we have. We have not inherited our estates. If we're created some affluence and wealth in our life is because we worked very hard. And so it's an obligation that we have to ourselves and our family and our loved ones that we care and steward that estate exceptionally well. And so what we need, obviously, as families is knowledge in this area because it's not talked about, generally speaking, in the community. I mean, we don't sit down at dinner parties and say, you know, I've created a few million dollars. What do I do about it? Um, It's just not an open dialogue that we will tend to have in society. So it's hard to get good information and an understanding of what's possible for you. The great thing to know, though, is that families have lots of opportunities and privileges to put a very effective estate plan together. As you make mention, Peter, a life plan. Because we didn't create an estate to die and give it away. That is not the purpose of creating an estate. The purpose of an estate is to have purpose in our life and to bring joy and all kinds of events that we will be participatory in. And so your plan should be designed around you and how it impacts your life and then secondarily how it will impact your loved ones, your beneficiaries. And so it's a a bit of a contrarian way, I realize, to think about estate planning, but it's actually fundamentally right. And we have to start to change our mindset about what good estate planning is in our communities. And so estate planning is for families that are creating wealth regardless of their age. And so if you are you know, in your 30s and you've created a million plus estate, you have the need for an estate plan. So to me, anytime you've hit that mathematical threshold of that million plus, those seven figures you've spoke of, Peter, then you're in a real position to make sure you understand all the opportunities you have to preserve the wealth you've created for your lifespan and also to transfer it well in the next generation. And so what we encourage families to do is look at their work on an annualized basis. And the reason I say that is life changes. So, you know, you can think that your plan is perfect, but what will happen is the legislations in various countries will change, Alberta, Canada, um, the United States, and also your children's lives and your lives change. And so what you thought was a wonderful plan, maybe at the outset, you may have to make adaptations and changes to it through time. And that's a very common thing that happens for most of us. Well, and, and you bring up the point about uh, the transition as well. We've got a lot of young business owners in, in our community. 
uh, people who may be in their 40s who have a business that's thriving, that's doing really well, that's accumulating value and assets, um, and all of a sudden planning for how you're going to transition that business, even if at some point down the trail, uh, needs to start early. Um, very few business owners have a have an estate plan, you have told me in the past, and, and I don't think any of them understand how long it can take to transfer a business from your control to a successor, be it family or otherwise, uh, and what the implications of that are. So the fact that somebody at the age of 40 plus is starting to think about that transition in the in the form of an estate plan is really a, a productive thing. It's so necessary, I would say to you, Peter, because what we do as entrepreneurs in the community is we put our heart and soul and all our affluence into the business traditionally. Very few business owners have stripped a lot of the wealth out of that business. Alternatively, they've just continue to invest and invest inside that business, which is lovely and wonderful because they have created something very significant. But that being said, then that needs protection. And the way in which you can protect it is obviously to have a succession plan. And they have done studies on this. I've borrowed and begged and stolen these statistics. But they say that it does take upwards of 10 to 15 years to truly transition and create a business that you could transition and succeed properly. And we see that in the statistics because right now, for example, in Canada, only 15% of going concern businesses actually will succeed into the next generation. So that's very, very minor. That means 85% are not. They're being shut down, liquidated, um, and deconstructed. That is such a tragedy, really, when you think about it, because people have invested their life's work in there. And all of a sudden, 85% of people's life's work is being broken down and dismantled. And so we encourage families really to contemplate this. And the younger, the better. I completely agree, Peter. So if you're 40 and 50, this is the time to actually be putting those plans in play so that you can rightfully succeed that business and its significance can go on beyond you, even when you shift into retirement. So we've talked about why estate planning is important, to protect assets, to maximize wealth, to minimize tax. We've talked a little bit about who needs an estate plan. People that have significant wealth and growing wealth and growing value in their, in their business activities, uh, people with conflict or addiction issues or disabilities, families with cottages or recreational properties, having the plan in place minimizes or completely removes the emotion attached to making a decision on a property that might have been in the family for generations. Let's talk next about who people should listen to uh, to get good advice and advice they can trust. You've been doing this for more than 20 years, which is amazing because you're hardly older than that. Only 29. Well, that's exactly my point. Um, but but you've accumulated and and have access to a bunch of credentialed experts in this area. Talk about the family of advisors that you bring to any one account. Certainly. And Peter, whether uh, families pursue our services or are looking to the community for support, I suggest that they always seek what is called a trust and estate practitioner. It's called a TEP. It's 
a particular designation that folks that have it and hold it stay current in legislation and they're mandated to do so. In addition, not only are they current in legislation, it's their passion and it's what they do. So one of the things I share is it's impossible for families to understand every issue that may be part of their estate because we have so many different kinds of assets. We live in many jurisdictions, so things have become complex. So today in modern society, what we need is we need a team of professionals that will look at every facet of the estate and make sure that it is comprehensively designed rather than leaving something out that could come back and bite us. And so you can see that this is a very difficult way uh, to look at an estate, but it's a necessary evil. And the reason I say that is if you were to ignore the fact that BC has different legislation about fair and equal, and then you built your plan with a lack of understanding in that regard, one child could be very shortfalled uh, in your estate plan. And, you know, in B.C., a traditional law firm may just do a will and not understand that you have that requirement. So what you really do need is you need a trust in estate practitioner that will source and find the information in each jurisdiction to see how it complements the objectives you have as a family and then build around those objectives and make sure that we're using the legislations that fit the objective. So, for example, a family that wants to give a disequal proportion to children in BC, we do that in Alberta because we're allowed to. And so if you know those rules, then you find a way to meet that objective. And so that's the important part of the credentials, I think, of a professional, is that they also know what they don't know, and that they would seek legal, tax, uh, asset, any kind of advice that they may require to plan for that family properly. Let's talk about business planning, because I think that's the kind of clientele that walks into your seminar, walks into your office, uh, people with uh, with a business, with assets. Um, let's talk about that a little bit in terms of the kinds of questions they have to address in good estate planning. Well, business owners have many challenges to consider and issues because, Peter, they have really invested their life's work into their business often. And because they have done that, they often have a lot of their wealth tied up in the family business. And so when they're looking to transition out of a family business, they're looking at a succession plan. How do they do that? Do they sell it to key employees, for example? Or do they succeed it to uh, their own family members? And do they have family members that actually have the aptitude and the skill uh, to carry on the business in a successful way? And alternatively, the other opportunity that business owners have and do contemplate is should they just do an outright sale and exit the business entirely when they make the transition to retirement. And we're finding that business owners as a group uh, are doing all three. And we are staying longer in our businesses as we age. We are finding as well a lot of business owners are saying, well, I enjoy the business now that I've got it to the level that the business is not reliant on me. So I want to continue to be the shareholder and maybe on the board of directors, but perhaps not actually um, working in the daily routine of the business. Sherry McMillan is president of McMillan Estate Planning. When we come back, a realtor extraordinaire. This is The Strong Room on News Talk 770.